Hello and welcome to Upon Cthulhu, where today we are playing an interesting game known as Salvage Union. And we are very lucky to have one of the creators, Paniotti, if you'd like to introduce yourself quickly. Hi, yeah, I'm uh, Paniotti, I also go by uh, Pani from uh, Leyline Press, and I'm one of the yeah, designers of Salvage Union alongside Alan Lord. Yeah. And today we have also Flower. How do? Cap and Jay, as well as myself, the regular team. So, without further ado, take us into this land of salvage union. You're all salvagers. You live in a world ruled by a corporate dystopia, a uh, crumbling world where most of the world is covered in uh, just endless wastelands as the um, sort of blighted nature of industry small-scale nuclear wars uh, corruption and erosion has uh, caused much of a world to be a kind of uninhabitable uh, wasteland uh, within this world you take on the role of salvagers your um mech pilots who live on a huge mech known as a union crawler and you traverse this wasteland looking for scrap and using that scrap to endlessly fuel and repair and maintain your crawler which houses your entire uh, community family friends and everyone else who uh, lives together communally with you finding a way in this broken world to live outside of this harsh corporate rule and today we're going to be playing a, a scenario called downing of the atticos um as salvagers you're um you're on um, crawl, a crawler known as Crawler 279, which is this uh, humongous uh, walking uh, behemoth which is adapted to um, be able to traverse a wide range of uh, rugged terrains within the wastes. And you've detected a ping coming from a ship known as the Atticos, which is an Evantis Corpo airship that crash landed in a city known as Hope Falls and you sort of rush to the command bay of your union crawler as this ping has come out and there's all sirens saying salvage alert get to the command bay uh, mission imminent and uh, you're sitting around the command bay now you've got a 3D map of the uh, area uh, surrounding Hope Falls and you're uh, working out uh, how you're going to uh, approach this area um, and I think this would be a good chance to uh, introduce each of your uh, pilots so you're sitting around the command bay the command bay is uh, very loud it's very hot there's um, lots of tapping on uh, tapping on keyboards there's huge uh, kind of uh, C CRT uh, monitors showing the various locations uh, and uh, lots of data streams and in the middle there's this 3D holographic map uh, of uh, the region with a uh, hope falls um, at the end of this huge salvage ping on it uh, yeah so who'd like to uh, begin with uh yeah begin by introducing themselves no volunteers <laughs> that'll be me first then yes i am mcwombo the soldier the colonial war veteran apparently i fought in a colonial war between the tda and the corpo colonies and yeah Matt, take it away. <laughs> Code sign Blackjack XOX. I am playing the hacker. Background, born as a salvager. 
Born on the Union Crawler, and it's all you've ever known. Jay, off you go. Well, um, Flea, I'm a sub-jurer as well, like we all are. And I'm excited to get in and scrap. Flower, it's your turn Sorry. on the chopping block. <laughs> Yay. Uh, I'm the engineer. Call sign is Twitch. Um, if you need some fixing, I'll do it for you. Excellent stuff. So you're uh, in the command bay now, and you can see um, this uh, data map of the region, and it's your choice how you want to approach the situation. You know the Atticos has landed in Hope Falls, and you know an Evantis Corpo retrieval team are going to be uh, on it like it's hot. Um, they're going to be in big, tough mechs, and um, they'll be... Uh, They'll be very difficult um, for you to deal with, but you may well um, find a way to circumvent them or um, defeat them. Who knows? Uh, you also know that there's a band of wasters in a settlement known as Scrapper's Bluff. Uh, these aren't bad folk, but um, they are trying to survive in the wastes, uh, just like you in a way, and will no doubt be interested in uh, any fresh salvage from uh, the city of Hope Falls. And you also have reports of raiders within this area going after... Uh, traders and salvagers and anyone else alike they can uh, get scrap of, uh, scrap from, as well as uh, lots of reports of uh, radiation storms uh, messing up uh, communications and overheating mechs. Um, but the uh, question is, yeah, how do you want to approach? So there's two safe areas that you can uh, effectively deploy from, so your Union Crawler is kind of off-map, so it's, um, it, um, it sort of goes into a safe place and then you stomp out in your um, mechs and you approach the, uh, the mission zone as it were and um, you can begin in this protected outcrop which um, uh, borders uh, this huge radiation desert or uh, these um, rugged um, foothills up towards the north or you can begin in this hidden valley which is a, um, uh, as the name implies a, um, a safe um, secluded valley which borders a uh, reservoir that um, the people of Scrapper's Bluff use and uh, the mountain um, pass um, far north it's a just huge jagged uh, barren mountain um, liner this whole area is your classic wasteland so it's um it's all uh, it's all shrubland and desert and um and uh, tumbleweeds uh, yeah so what do you want to do how do you want to approach this situation hmm. well i reckon that the elk out there is closer but might be the safer route to go from the valley Oh, but that means potentially having to go through that red desert. And, uh, I don't think I want to do that. You can that. go through the foothills. From there into the highway to the into falls. Uh, I don't know. What's our intel on these areas? Do we have any? Uh, intel on what, sorry? On the area. Do we have any intels on the area? Yeah, so, um, you know... Uh, a brief, uh, you kind of know the brief idea of the area, and um, as I've sort of explained, but if you want to drill in, um, you have, um, uh, you can ask questions. So you have effectively uh, three questions you can ask about any, uh, uh, the entire map. Um, specific questions get specific answers, vague questions get vague answers, and this is your union crawler kind of doing a scan and uh, then feeding you back uh, information. So if you want answers, yeah, you can. Uh, Utilize that. Alright, so give me the lay of the land here. Where exactly are we? Well, we're off map. 
we can choose from deploying from oh, the Hidden Valley or from the Protected Outcrops. So either one, it will be our starting point. Excellent. And where are we heading? To 009 Hopefuls. Okay. Clearly someone wasn't paying attention. Hey, getting a lay of the hand here. I've got the map now. So, Hidden uh, Valley, down to Scrapper's Bluff, onto the highway to Hope Falls. That's the best way to go. We ain't risking shit. It's the safest yeah, on the way. Highway. Mm. On the highway, you're a bit, o o bit open to the um, anybody else around, really. You're sitting ducks. But what's the quickest way getting there? Seems to me like the valley's further away. You gotta go for the reservoir and then Scrapper's Bluff, and then you're on the highway. Yes. Doesn't matter what way we go, we're gonna have to take the highway at some point. From Scrapper's Bluff is the shortest distance. Yeah, but Scrapper's, they might want to talk, and ugh, that's not something we want to do with people. Look, I don't give a uh, shit about so your antisocial nature. Come on, man. It's the safest way. I'm not gonna risk these mechs on some roundabout mission just because you don't want to talk to some fucker. Come on. So, for one of the questions we can ask, can one of them be... You mentioned radars. Do we know where they've been sighted, exactly? Uh, so you know they've been sighted uh, on the uh, highway, and uh, you know that they're um, based in and around the rugged foothills as well. I think it's my idea of going yeah. through the foothills. I reckon that makes the valley a bit better of a choice. I don't know about y'all. Um, I should also note that each of these points... Uh, is, uh, basically takes an hour on a mech um, the, um, and the mountain uh, sort of difficult terrain is uh, a couple of hours but the main ways are one hour um, so each connected point so like protected outcrop to Rad Desert is an hour I mean it's an hour to the highway and then an hour to Hope Falls like any connection you make hmm. I suppose soldier you've got the best option then do I need to uh program your mech at all, or have you sorted out your problems? Now, hold on, folks. I've, I've scalvaged a lot of places, but I haven't had much experience in certain areas here. It'll take us, uh, if we started from the outcrop and went through the Rad Desert, it'll take us one, two, three hours. We start from Hidden Valley, it's four hours. But I don't know how bad the Rad Desert would be. Yeah, I ain't fucking her in the Rad Desert. Uh, yeah, that's right. The Rad Desert is one of the quicker routes, um, which is one of its uh, positives, uh, because it's just a huge open plain of uh, desert that goes uh, that cuts through the area. But yes, it's obviously dangerous in terms of radiation storms and heat. Alright. Uh, what about the mountain pass? Uh, could do that. Then we don't have to deal with those scrappers. I reckon it might be a bit rough on the mechs. might take them longer to go through it. Well, sure, these mechs can feed food. That's going to be longer in the highway, and we're going to have to go past the rugged foothills anyway, where the bandits have been, has been spied. I'm going to have to go past the rugged foothills anyway if we come out from Scrapper's Bluff. Would the mountain pass be difficult terrain, then? Uh, the mountain pass would be uh, difficult terrain, yeah. It would be slow, um, uh, slow passing for it. However, um, I'd say if you approached it, if you approach it from the foothills, it would be slow. But if you approach it from the valley, it's more of a direct route. So I'd say it would be an, an hour to go from the valley through the reservoir to Scrapper's Bluff. That gives us less time um, across from the rugged foothills, less time in the highway, and it means we get to bypass the Rad Desert altogether. I think it's probably the best in regards to risk avoiding. You're not wrong. 
Soldier boy. Soldier boy, I think you've made the decision then. Oh, so do I. <laughs> hmm? Oh, Mr. Soldier Boy. Just make one bolt. Soldier boy. Soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Oh, well, I'm a Wombo, soldier boy. Huh? I guess we're going to Hidden Valley then. Sounds about right. Alright, let's saddle up, lads. Righto, so with uh, a plan in motion, uh, indeed, you saddle up. So you find your way from the command bay of your Union Crawler down through the crawler itself uh, into the bowels where your mechs are being prepared in the large mech bay and uh, you're getting ready for the mission. The uh, crawler begins to um, make its uh, journey over to uh, the, the deployment um, zone and uh, as you get into your mechs and get ready for the mission, uh, maybe it's, this is probably a good time to uh, introduce what mechs you're piloting and uh, any of the kind of pre-mission routines or what do you think you do before a, before a mission to get psyched up or uh, yeah, to get to get in the zone, as it were. All right, soldier jumps into his mech. He's got the brawler, and he gets in. And he just starts checking all of his systems automatically, like it's uh, muscle memory. He gets his thirty millimeter auto cannon. He loads in some rounds. He checks the articulate the articulated rigging arm. Gets it spinning. He checks the ejection system is working, although he doesn't use it. Turns on and off the floodlights, starts up the locomotion systems, and makes sure that his nanofiber net launcher is loaded. And he is ready to go within minutes. Blackjack is uh, piloting the Spectrum. Imagine, if you will, a from what I can see by the picture, an what Xbox S on legs. <laughs> It's probably the best way I can describe it. Probably going in and, you know, flicking the antenna, looking at it, going inside, and as soon as he opens the door, just cans of just energy drinks and various detritus just fall out the side of this thing. They go everywhere. And, um, gets into a nice comfy chair. I imagine it's like one of them high-end, like, gaming chairs almost, but... More of like an eggshell thing, you know, one of those really nice, comfy, what, 60s designs or something like that. And as a bit of a laugh, I want to see if I can hack into Soldier's mech. Um, what? To get it to uh, blast out Soldier Boy. <laughs> uh, a classic hack. Uh, do you have any uh, <laughs> hacking abilities that might let you do that? I do indeed. As a hacker, I have the hacking kit. And what hacks do you have loaded on your hacking kit? <laughs> Soldier Boy specific uh... ones. Every <laughs> single one of them just in music one. Half of it's filled with Rick Rolls. Where is the list of hacking programs? It should be in your equipment, which is at the bottom. So you've got um so you've got two hacks. You've got uh, Eggs Mayhem, oh, right. which is um a kind of database hack, which would make the most sense here. Um, that basically lets yeah. you tap into um, 
uh, a database or indeed um, another mech and um, mess around uh, with the um, data extracting it typically but I'd say it's probably uh, powerful enough for you to uh, to play a song um, so yeah why don't we do it um, if you want to give me a, a d20 roll for that and uh, I think it costs you two energy points as well uh, do I get any saving rules for this or anything like that is this a or is that just something he can do without me noticing it's something he can do um, if you have uh, if a, if a mech has a, a firewall installed, which uh, the, uh, the hacker has a firewall as well, um, then um, they, they can use the firewall to prevent the hack. Um, but um, other than that, it's just a it's just a thing that happens. Um, that is a six uh, based on the roll, of course. So I think a six is a it's a partial success, effectively, um, which. Um, I will uh, throw over to uh, our soldier. So um, a partial success or like a tough choice is uh, some sort of choice but with a consequence. Um, when, um, yeah, and uh, as you're the one being sort of targeted by this, I'll say you can choose. So you can throw back a, a choice with consequence to the hacker and uh, see if they want to take it or not. Alright, it's so a choice of consequence to the hacker because it wasn't a good enough success. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Tell you what, the maybe a couple of lines a soldier boy does actually play out from a mech, except a massive amount of feedback in his cockpit just rings in his ears. <laughs> the soldier starts up his mech and walks over to your mech, uses the articulated arm to pull your mech close. I don't know what you think you're doing. This is a military operation, not some playground for your digital antics. Your insubordination is putting this team at risk, and we haven't even left the fucking base. I'm just having a bit of fun, darling. You know your head out your arse. If only I could reach. Take that how you will. <laughs> the soldier, and, uh... the soldier lets go of his mech. The mech lets go, and he just walks away. Ta-da. <laughs> what are our engineer and salvager doing while this takes place? In contrast to the shiny high-tech uh, hacker and the organised disciplined soldier, Flea is tapping on the outside of a rusty piece of shit of a mech. It looks absolutely oh, same idea as me. broken up <laughs> and terrible. <laughs> uh, and he's just tapping on bits of the listening pressing an ear to it and then walking on like an odd inspection. Bits of rust are flaking off as he goes. He doesn't seem too concerned about it. Uh, well, Twitch will walk over to a mech, look at it, and it's like, every like bits of it have been, like, let's say it's been scoured for different parts, it's been put together with uh, duct tape and odd bolts and stuff. Stands in front, checks the nice little knots, but looks at the little cargo bay the little where the pilot seat is pulls out a little fob out the pocket and it starts to open climbs in sits in and to get it started like a pull cord and lawnmower <laughs> and you saw a little button start coming up and start chewing the radio like a little old car radio and it shuts up shaking the head with disgust very cool. Um, so <laughs> we've got um, 
Yeah, we've got uh, mechs by the sounds of it, um, as locked and as loaded as uh, salvager mechs are uh, going to get. Um, Rust and uh, Soldier Boy um, aside, and uh, and uh, the uh, perhaps mercifully the uh, the huge mech bay doors um, of your Union crawler open. It's uh, early morning and uh, a, a nice cool. Uh, 40 or so degrees uh, centigrade and no doubt getting uh, hotter out in the uh, wastes as um, the sun beats down on your uh, mech's visors and you trundle out into uh, the wasteland heading towards uh, the nav map blip of the uh, hidden uh, valley within um, within this region known as the arid steppes and uh, yeah so um you uh, begin to um, approach the uh, valley. It's, um, relatively speaking, quite fertile compared to uh, the rest of the region. There's um, sort of uh, uh, brushland and um, sort of uh, yeah, um, and, and dotted bits of um, greenery and, um, and large uh, sort of rock formations um, that allow you a degree of uh, cover on your approach and. Uh, yeah, you eventually find yourself at the uh, valley and um, looking out to uh, where the reservoir is. You're safe in the valley for now uh, as you um, acclimatize with the region. And yeah, are you still, uh, are you still for plan reservoir? You can see the, the mountain uh, looming up ahead towards um, your um, kind of east as well. Uh, but uh, the, the choice is yours. Soldier points out, he says, right, there's a reservoir. Alright team, I want everyone high alert. Our objective is clear, but we're not taking any unnecessary risks. I'm gonna get in and out without any losses here. Just remember, stay vigilant. If you see anything funky, fucky, or weird, shout it out. Make sure we're all aware. Well now you mentioned it, there is a weird smell in here. That oh, that's just the petrol fumes. Jackhammer ain't the cleanest girl out there, but she'll, she'll keep going. Don't worry about it. You see that indeed the Jackhammer is leaking greasy black soot into the sky. The soldier, clearly unimpressed with the banter, just starts trundling down towards the reservoir, expecting them to follow him. <laughs> indeed. Uh, and that's, uh, yeah, so... Um... Uh, the brawler mech between heading t uh, towards the reservoir and, uh, well, uh, perhaps the rest of you follow on, but, uh, that, right, yeah, like, how do you want to approach the reservoir? So, um, you can see from where you are that the path to the reservoir is actually, um, relatively, um, narrow leading up to it. There's a lot of, um, rock formations and more, um, sort of shrubland, uh, similar to the Hidden Valley, which can give you the vibes that, uh, there could be things hiding in wait, um, within this um, area whether ambushes or um, perhaps uh, concealed uh, mines or other traps um, so yeah how do you want to um, approach this area uh, the game doesn't use like uh, you know strict um, like tactical positioning but um, some idea of like is someone scouting ahead is someone taking points if I'll take the brunt of it um, yeah are you spreading out quite loosely are you going in quite a compact formation to um, uh, to sort of cover each other well yeah the soldier will be taking point leading the other three along the way. Um, he's going to try his best to stick to high ground. Make sure that he's always looking down on whatever terrain is in front of him. Yep. Um, so I'm guessing that's probably more than likely going to be over the rocky terrain. Yeah. Um, 
stick away from the, the shrubbery. Don't know what's in there. And well, how how far down are we going to get to this reservoir? What's the what's the kind of distance we're travelling here? Uh, so uh, it's going to take you about an hour um, to um, get from the Hidden Valley to the reservoir. Um, there's not really strict distances, but you're looking at about um, uh, about 50, 50 kilometers would be like roughly. Uh, Alright, so that's exactly what he's doing. He's just he's sticking to the high ground. He's checking the routes and he's um, checking back every now and again to make sure the other three are following in the in the correct formation. Mm -hmm. Cool. And well. Do the other three of you follow, or do you uh, do you, do you do your own? Uh, do you do go, go, no, do it your own way? Yeah, I don't think probably uh, Blackjack's just sitting back, maybe half asleep, foot on the old uh, steering thing, whatever it is used to make this, and it's just kind of automatically following behind. Flea's probably gonna trust. Like he's not a combatant. He's had to get a few scraps over his ears and the waists, but he's gonna trust the soldier to keep an eye out and just kind of hang back to look and see if there's anything potentially wrecked or interesting around. Just chilling out for the most part. Um, I think Twitch will be looking at everybody else to see what they're doing. Pressing a few buttons and knobs and stuff. Wait for a second. Now pops a little um, cup with coffee falling down while she pushes down a little toaster. Put a couple of pieces of bread in. Not really seeing much. <laughs> Um, what's the word? Much uh, call for any third, third to do yet? Out of curiosity, does anybody have any like scanning units on their on their mechs? Uh, nope. No hacking abilities only, I'm afraid. And what about Actually, illumination? Is it light here or is it dark? Can I use a metal detector? Uh, you can, yeah. Um, to yeah, um, you can uh, you can activate that if you want. It has a passive and active mode, I believe. Um, and it's light, so it's um, it's morning, but it's uh, it's uh, very much light and bright as you um, as you advance uh, for the moment through this area. All right, then, uh, yeah, no change to to the soldiers' actions. Mm -hmm. What the active uh, thing does because it doesn't see yeah. there. Yeah, so the um, so the passive is actually so every time you cross a region, so you could do it now. You roll a d twenty, and on a on a nat twenty, you just get a piece of scrap, basically. Um, so might yeah. might as well. You may as well, yeah, as you're as you're passing through this uh, valley area. Uh, alas, uh, but, uh, no luck. But yeah, you can do it every time uh, you sort of go into a new region. And um, the active um, is a short action, so it takes you about ten minutes, um, and you can scan uh, within medium range, which is a, a fairly large um, sort of distance. It would at least cover like um, sort of the majority of the um, sort of area in front of you, and uh, it costs you two energy points. And um, if you do that, it basically just reveals any uh, sort of scrap systems modules, uh, any buried or hidden metallic threats such as mines or uh, mechs waiting in ambush. Uh, I think I'll leave that for now. Okay. Um, so you leave that for now, um, but you're um, and you don't get any um, sort of uh, passive pings from it. Um, our soldiers taking point, and you're going up um, the ridge line, and uh, avoiding the shrubbery, and trying to take a um, top vantage point. Um, and yeah, it's um, um, it's steady going um, through the valley out towards uh, the uh, reservoir, and then t uh, with your um, point uh, looking down, um, you see. Uh, 
sudden movement um, through the um, shrubs and then and and um, coming into your um, mech's um, heads up display, you can see um, two creatures. They look um, effectively just like giant, uh, overgrown uh, moles about the um, uh, about the size of a um, quite a, a big person, um, quite um, bloated, and they're just um, they're just sort of uh, racing uh, through uh, the undergrowth. They seem to be uh, chasing each other. In fact, uh, what do you do? Well, the soldier points his gun towards them and waits to see if they um, are hostile. Cool. Yeah. Um, so they've got like yeah, huge um, gnawing teeth. They're clearly quite um, mutated, uh, but um, they don't seem to be directly attacking you for the moment. Um, does anyone else want to do uh, anything as the soldier points um, uh, points his gun at them? Spin up the fifty cal, but hold fire. Just kind of lazily look over and uh, yeah. Cool, yeah, so you're, you've got your weapons at the ready. These things are um, racing through the uh, undergrowth and then there's a sudden uh, explosion um, as uh, one of them uh, hits uh, an area of uh, shrub and is just shredded um, apart. Um, the explosion echoes uh, through the <laughs> valley and um, blood and guts of these things uh, spray uh, everywhere. Um, a little portion even uh, sort of flicking onto your uh, the front visor of your brawler and just um, oozing uh, down. And it's pretty clear they uh, stepped on some sort of a landmine. Uh. Alright, everybody, hold, hold. Uh, reckon I should be taking well, care of it. Shit. My bad. Uh, I'm gonna flick on the metal detector in active mode. Yeah, that's what the soldier's gonna see. He's gonna be like, Fleek. Or, oh, sorry, what was your name again? Flea. It's Flea right. Jarhead. <laughs> Fleek, get your scanners pointed that way. They all point no way, it's a radius, folks. And Flea will power up. Cool. Um, so you power up your um, metal detector. Uh, it just works and you get a whole bunch of um, pings. And uh, indeed, um, this area has um, been uh, laced with um, landmines. They are mostly in the... Um, pardon me, basing your pings on the... Um, uh, on the sort of va uh, valley um, floor leading up to the reservoir, disguised um, in the um, shrub. Um, they're quite sort of uh, simple improvised mines, but they'll still um, pack a punch. Um, however, you do um, detect a couple of things coming up from the, um, the path you're um, walking on as well, the sort of um, the slope um, paths. Um, and uh, beyond that, you do notice one um, large signature that uh, doesn't seem to be a mine. If, if anything, it looks like some sort of salvage uh, cache uh, within the um, within the valley. All right, Fleet, can you share that readout with me? I think I'll be sharing it with everyone on the crew. Seems like pertinent information. All right, excellent. I do call dibs on that scrap though. So I finds it, I keeps it. It's all just gonna say, stick to the path, stick behind me. And he continues on the path, and he stops maybe about 60 feet or something away from the pings that are coming from the front of them. Mm -hmm. um, he will aim his autocannon. He's going to give this a go. So he's going to have a wee look at where the pings are on his little readout. He's going to aim his gun towards the ground. How far away should I be in order to keep this safe, do you think, for this mine? Uh, so a me uh, medium range uh, within game terms is uh, is, is safe. Uh, 
so close will probably um, you'll, you'll get hit by some shrapnel at least um, and your auto cannon fortunately is medium range so you can um, you can get within a safe distance and start blasting them if you want to that is exactly the plan yeah so he's going to get just outside of range in order to keep himself safe and he's going to keep on the same path and leave any mines in the shrubbery and what we're going to do is we're just going to take out the ones that come up in front of us using fleek's redoubts excellent yeah um, if you want to give me a d20 roll to see how successful this is no problem. I do believe Flea wanted that scrap. Oof. Is that a success or is that a... Uh, natural one, unfortunately, <laughs> is a uh, critical failure. Oh, so you're looking, for the, uh, you're looking for the 20s to be the success then, eh? Yeah, we want to <laughs> we wanna roll high. Um, however, you Just can uh, push the roll if you want to as you're in your mech. So you can um, re-roll it. You have to accept the second result, but in this case, anything is going to be better. And um, I mean, you gain two heat and have to make a heat check. But right, that's critical fail. We're shooting at a mine. If I miss, I miss. That's not. A, I mean, well, everybody, you hit every, every, everybody else is behind me. There's nothing, nothing, nothing bad about this roll. It's just going to be a miss. Uh, well, it will be a. So, um, I in my head, I'm imagining this roll covers the. You're not just like, this isn't a role just to shoot one mine, this is a role for you to navigate the uh, party towards the reservoir, shooting the mines as you go, and a cascade failure or critical failure would be that going wrong in some way, um, potentially damaging everyone uh, in this case, or um, yeah, or something going um, something going wrong that you don't expect. Yeah, um, so you... The system's a lot more like narrative-y in that respect, it's not, um, I see. It's not quite as literal as uh, some, more of a, some more trad systems, which are... So taking a couple of points of heat's probably a good idea at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably suggest it, but it's up to you. Um, All right, let's um, let's heat up the old bird and let's do a reroll. Eighteen. That's much better. Yeah. Um, That's probably so worth a couple your... bits of heat. Yep. Uh, so then you gain two heat. Add that to your mech, and if you roll a d twenty, you need to roll over a two to pass the heat check. I need to roll that just now. Yeah. Another eighteen. Perfect. Yep. So. Um, yeah, so you uh, push your mech, um, and with the uh, salvager uh, sending you um, the uh, metal detector pings, um, you um, make a lot of noise, uh, but you do navigate through this valley and blasting the uh, mines as they um, come across um, your um, path. And uh, uh, the wildlife force making as much noise as us. So <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Um, but you have been uh, alert, but yeah. Whoever's there is probably alerted of you in it anyway. But um, yeah, um, you effectively navigate safely through. There's a few huge booms from these uh, improvised uh, explosives down the reservoir path. Uh, but eventually um, you um, clear through the valley and find yourself at the reservoir uh, itself. Uh, you can see uh, as you get to the uh, edge that it's, um, it's effectively... Um, a, uh, a huge, uh, like, industrial-sized uh, water uh, reservoir. There's um, gantries and galleys uh, sort of going um, across it. Out in the distance, you can see there's a sort of one sort of large uh, sort of uh, command building, as it were, or like a central building that um, processes it. Uh, you can see a, a single mech, um, which looks like a scrapper mech, kind of a work mech, um, seemingly doing some repairs there. And you can also... Um, see lined up in front of you um, our various um, machine gun turrets um, protecting the reservoir and you can see wastelanders on 
foot. Um, with um, they've got like um, overalls and um, guns, and they're um, looking out towards your position. You've made a lot of noise coming up, so they're kind of ready for you there. And they're um, and uh, yeah, so you see them. What do you do? Well, I mean, soldier's going to make himself known. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably going to. Uh, what would he do? It, actually, you know what he's going to do? He's going to bring his um, bring his mech up as close as he can to them without putting them in any danger. He's going to make his mech do a salute to the Wastelanders. <laughs> okay, so you make your um, mech um, do a uh, salute to the Wastelanders and um, you see the uh, worker mech um, in this big, this big uh, scrapper, uh, which is a sort of... Um, uh, sort of large bipedal uh, mech with like sort of a large welding laser in one hand um, looks towards you and you hear a, a ping coming over your comms this will be uh, this, these comms will hit all of your mechs so you'll be able to um, hear this if you um, want to and um, you hear a voice and uh, she says uh, this is Artemis of Scrapper's Bluff you made a lot of damn noise coming up here what is it that you want? this is Major McWomble looking for safe passage yeah, hey there, folks. We're just what, passing through. That's mine you got there. Mind telling us how to meet him? Be really interested in learning. Yeah, so, um, she says, um, uh, just, you're just passing through. Hear that a lot. Uh, we're, uh, we're keeping ourselves, uh, safe here, and we don't want, uh, any trouble from, uh, raiders or other nasty sorts out in the wastes. Uh, we're going to have to ask you to turn around, uh, and uh, make uh, make another way through uh, the, the wastes. Uh, as for uh, as for the mines, uh, we made them ourselves, uh, and we've got plenty more where they came from. Well, that's impressive work. Uh, one day we ain't readers or not, and we talk one salvager to another. Though, uh, if you want to stay off your turf, we'll find we're not salvaging nothing here. We got uh, further goals, further right. down the highway, actually. I want to use a ability here. Yeah, well, what ability do you want to use? Use Wasteland Rapport. So I have an cool. affinity with people of the wastes. When I activate the ability, I become friendly with a wastelander um, who I can communicate with. Um, so basically, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk to him through the comms. And mm-hmm. just going to say, um, What are we going to say? <laughs> trying to make this world appropriate. You can always offer him a hand, Shandy, you buckethead. That seems more like your thing, to be honest, dear. And I ain't one to judge. What was the Wastelander's name? Artemis. Artemis, right. Hey, hey, stay off the comms team. Artemis, it's very good to meet you. My name is Major McWombo, as I said. Veteran of the old war. Trust me when I say we have no interest in your reservoir. We have no use for any of your resources. All we're looking to do is pass through the land. And if any raiders do approach, you'll have us for help. Uh, so there's a uh, moment of silence and then your um, comms crackle and she says, Oh, you're salvagers. Uh, and you're, well, in that case, uh, uh, you can uh, you can pass through uh, safely. Uh, uh, we've had a lot of uh, rough folk uh, in these parts, but uh, 
Salvagers are always a uh, friendly face. Uh, used to be one uh, myself uh, before we fell on uh, harder times and got stuck in uh, this uh, rough end of uh, the arid steppes. Aye, it's hard time, hard time. I thought you were going to say. I thought for a moment that you were going to say before you took an arrow to the knee. So I may ask this wastelander up to two questions about the local area and they will answer to the full extent of their knowledge. Yeah, so, so, I'm going to give him a brief, um, without giving away any information as to what our actual mission is, we let him know the path that we're looking to take, um, and I'm going to ask the, the Wastelander um, about the safest route in order to avoid any more of their traps, for one, and also um, any recent intel regarding hostile action. I think that's my um, two questions. Yeah, so um, yeah, so you begin uh, conversing uh, with her, um, asking um, about the uh, area, and um, she says, uh, "Well, as uh, for safe routes, uh, uh, I can uh, I can uh, ping you over some uh, intel um, out from uh, Scrapper's Bluff down into the highway. Uh, we do have uh, the area pretty well uh, laced up, but there's uh, a few safe routes, and we can." Um, uh, we can let you know to, uh, to let you go on your way. Um, as for... Um, Sorry, what was the, the second question? It was for recent intel in regards to hostile action in the area. Yeah, so um, she's like, uh, yeah, as for uh, hostiles, uh, we know there's a raider band uh, called themselves the Butchers. Uh, they're um, hitting a lot of targets um, up in the highway. Uh, and of course... Uh, uh, we think uh, Ivantis uh, may well be uh, on their way. Uh, we, um, well, we, uh, like perhaps you, uh, saw uh, the pings from Hopefuls. Uh, a big ship uh, went down there, and there's probably some uh, some good old uh, some good old salvage to get. Uh, we've not got much in the way of resources, but uh, we could do with some to uh, keep us uh, surviving out in the wastes. Uh, I don't know if uh, you'd be able to help us out. Are we talking trade? Well, more specific than that, you see, um, our settlement uh, is the remains of our uh, Union crawler. Um, we didn't have enough uh, scrap to maintain it, and uh, it collapsed uh, out in the um, out in the uh, wastes um, on the uh, on the hills over there. And um, her uh, her mech arm sort of points um, over yonder. She says, uh, "We've been kept going because uh, the old uh, the old reactor in the Union crawler." Um, uh, was enough to uh, power the uh, the heating units and water purifiers and uh, food regrowers um, in our settlement. And uh, we've uh, lived here a few years now, but uh, sadly the old girl is um, breaking down uh, and uh, she won't uh, last much longer out in the wastes. And uh, without that uh, reactor, um, we'll be uh, out here um, alone. Uh, with, uh, yeah. Well, we can certainly pick up something for you. Um, we are looking to pick up for our own um, walker, though, however, so is there anything specific that you need so we're not encumbering ourselves? Well, she says, yes. Um, Corbo's dropship of that um, size uh, will almost definitely um, have a reactor, so uh, if we could uh, salvage just the reactor, we could um, at least use um, it or parts of it um, to repair our own and uh, keep on surviving. Uh, as I say, otherwise we're in Piss Creek without a paddle. What about our salvage, um, sorry, 
this is to you, not to the character. Um, oh. Bob, oh, um, um, what about the soldier's knowledge and what salvage our walkers looking for? Are we looking for a reactor? Uh, so you're looking for um, a bit more generic uh, in game terms. You're looking for uh, five tech-free scrap minimum to keep your Union Crawler going. Um, and that's sort of just used on upkeep. And then everything else is kind of gravy on top that you can use to um, repair and build new mechs and um, upgrade and customise. And, and how much of that uh, can we carry back between the, th the four of us? Uh, uh, so one, tech, uh, one scrap always takes up one slot. Um, so you'll have six slots minimum each. So one of you, in theory, can carry that like minimum amount. Uh, but you've got an atlas with you. Mm -hmm. I oh no, you don't have an atlas with you. My bad. Um, so yeah, a, a twenty-four off the top of my head. We do have space to accommodate that. In that case, Artemis, um, we will see what we can do. Well, hold on a minute there, Flea. Didn't you ping something back in that valley? Here's a fine little bit of scrap round somewhere. But it seems like these fine folks might be using it anyway. I don't think it's worth starting to brawl over that. Are they? Well, no, in case they didn't know it was there, I'm saying. Well then, Artemis darling, are you aware of the scrap back in the reservoir? Uh, she says, uh... No, um, though, um, we do occasionally, uh, send, um, send some of our boys out there, um, uh, when a, uh, stray, uh, stray raider or, um, a uh, wastelander who's in the wrong place gets hit by one of those mines. Um, there's usually some salvage to take, so uh, it may well be uh, maybe well, that may well be the case. Uh, well, no, show of good faith in that case, we'll give you the coordinates that um, Fleek has um, has got, and uh, while we're on the way to Oak Falls, you'll have plenty of time to check that out. Yeah, she says, uh, oh, thank you for that, that's uh, much appreciated, and uh, in return I'll pin you back the um, coordinates that will uh, get you out of uh, Scrapper's Bluff uh, safely. I'll also comms ahead, so um, our, uh, our boys in the settlement don't uh, gun you down as you approach. Alright, excellent, this uh, Soldier's Wasteland report it seems to have make our, made our journey a little bit easier towards the highway. The conversation before, kind of like... Can I basically, can she basically say, uh, uh, if you have any little mechs that need a bit of a tinkering, she like bows in the mech. I can offer my a service. Uh, uh, so she says, um, uh, well, yeah, she says, uh, now, now you mention it, um, we've, uh, we managed to, uh, salvage, uh, a, uh, a mule mech. Uh, it's, um, uh, was from, um, one of the, uh, many raider attacks uh, up and down that highway uh, they took uh, what they wanted and uh, we uh, picked up the remains uh, sorry work if I'm honest uh, nothing I'm proud of but uh, well the mechs help keep us alive out here uh, sadly it's damaged and uh, we haven't uh, we haven't had the uh, scrap to repair it but if you can um, if you can do some uh, union engineer magic on it uh, we'd be much appreciated I offer my service all right, all right. How long is this going to take, Engineer? Oh, uh, we got a couple, some bubblegum paperclips, and a lot of dreams. It won't take me that long. All right, all right, all right. I prefer not to travel at night. Um, if our engineer is able to to salvage this mech for you, can you give us safe harbour for the night? Well, now. 
It ain't that long of a so trip. So much for a quick route. We are in a little bit of a race for time. Maybe we can do this on the way back. It's only some hours for the trip, and we we have got competition on this one. We have got another crew we know is trying to get it. Um, yes, you also may be uh, somewhat uh, underestimating your engineer's talents. Um, if you use your uh, magpie's uh, repair arm, it'll, uh, it will take you uh, basically an hour to um, fully repair the um, mech. So it's not going to be quite overnight. Alright, okay, so um, that's fine. In that case, I'm just getting a little bit confused with the times here. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, I mean, we can we can, we can spend an hour um, to help the the reservoir with the one of their mechs, can't we? Everybody agree? Yeah. Alright then. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, to uh, briefly explain, you have like turn actions, which are basically a minute, uh, kind of like combat rounds. Uh, short actions are 10 minutes, uh, and long actions are an hour. I and mean, then you have downtime actions, which are like sort of a week long kind of downtime period, but um, they're sort of outside the context. Yeah, because we're still in the early morning just now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. only been an hour or so. Um, so yeah, um, if you were to pass through Scrapper's Bluff safely, uh, take some time to repair that mule, um, yeah, you're looking at um, a couple more hours until you find your way down to the island. All right, let's do that then, and um, we'll get safe, safe travelling through Scrapper's Bluff anyway, so we might as well. Cool. Um, so uh, Artemis pings you the um, coordinates, and um, and she. Uh, and she uh, and she bids you farewell. She says, uh, "Well, safe travels through the bluff, and uh, we'll uh, we'll look forward to uh, seeing you again. Uh, hopefully, with uh, at least some parts of that uh, reactor." Uh, and uh, yeah, um, and I presume then you're going to take the safe route uh, through Scrapper's Bluff. That's right. Pleasure to meet you, Artemis. Uh, we will be back in short measure. And he gives another little salute, and off he goes. Um, Leading the group again through Scrapper's Bluff. Cool. Um, so you pass safely uh, through the uh, water reservoir um, down towards Scrapper's Bluff itself. As you approach the settlement, you can uh, indeed see it is um, a uh, made out of a carcass of a huge Union crawler. Uh, you can see. Uh, the um, on the on the side of what was clearly at one point one of these sort of armored domes of a crawler itself, um, the um, numbers um, one five three um, upon it, um, its uh, its union um, designation, and all this like um, flecked, uh, rusty um, uh, metal and um, fray uh, fraying yellow paint, and. Um, and you, um, as you approach to the sort of core of a settlement, you can uh, see the uh, the wastelanders there are um, uh, sort of doing their best to uh, to, to live their lives and they're um, um, uh, wor uh, working, sort of um, trying to like grow the um, the various um, plants from their regrowers um, and um, and keep things going. They're all in sort of hooded overalls and um, wasteland garments. And indeed, in the centre of a settlement, there's this huge reactor, um, which keeps intermittently, of course, cutting out and um, and uh, not um, supplying the energy it needs to the um, settlement. Um, as you approach, um, you hear a, um, you can um, see a, um, a fellow approaching your um, mechs. Um, he's um, a heavy set um, guy, and uh, Artemis um, 
uh, told you to um, look out for him. Uh, he goes by the name of uh, Sparrow, and um, he uh, he kind of calls out to you. He's got this portable comms device which he then taps in. He's like, uh, "Hey, salvagers, uh, Artemis, Artemis called and said uh, you're here to uh, get through the settlement, but uh, you wanted to wanted to repair that mule we found." And I'll shimmy over, bit of a like kick in the step, just to be able to mess about with some new little um, tech. Yeah. Um, so the mule is this uh, sort of yeah huge, um, chunky, uh, four-legged mech. Um, this one's clearly um, been. Um, it looks like flamethrower has kind of um, spewed over it uh, and um, burnt out a whole bunch of its um, uh, wires and couplings and whatnot. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna do some repairs. Yep. Spend as much time as while everyone's sorting out like other where like looking at maps and I'm just gonna literally work on this mule as much as I can. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so if you want to use, uh, yeah, I mean, you can use your uh, fabrication arm effectively to repair it if you want. Um, and I'll say that will cost you uh, two energy points to do so. Yep. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, as you're doing that, uh, does anyone else want to um, do anything within the settlement itself? Uh, there's not a huge amount here. Most of the people are sort of eyeing you up fairly warily. You can see a few machine gun turrets and whatnot. Um, even though Artemis has told you that, um, uh, told them that you're uh, friendly, they're uh, they're still not uh, they're not used to strangers, and uh, it's, it's a tough life out here. Is there a market? Uh, there's um, there's a um, there's sort of there's a um, area um, they've got where they just pile up any uh, scrap they um, find, and then um, as needed, um, the settlers just go there and. Um, take what's what um and um as you um look over and um, you can see i mean there's a um there's like a high pressure hose um, it looks like um, there's an old battered uh, locomotion system um, there's a there's a rifle um, like a hand uh, like a handheld human rifle you um you uh, notice as well um and then lots of other just sort of um, assorted bits of scrap um can the soldier um, cool down his mech yeah, yeah. Um, so um, the uh, the high pressure hose does look like it's um, active. It will need to like it's it's intact, um, but it will need to be um, mounted onto one of your uh, mounted onto one of your mechs to use. Uh, um, so you have to swap it out basically for something else. Hmm. I don't want that. <laughs> How many modules can you actually have on here? Hmm. So I can't get somebody in, like if we we don't want it, but if I, can somebody in the in the camp just spray down my mech for me while we're working on the mule? I can piss on it if that's what you want. Uh, so they don't have they don't have anything to uh, attach it to. So it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's designed to attach to a mech. Um, so you could when you get that mule repaired, you could attach it to the mule and then have someone. Else uh, so you know what? I'm going to suggest that to old Sparrow here. Sparrow, we get this mule fixed. You mind attaching that water hose to it and cooling down my mech before we head out? Yeah, Sparrow says a uh, sure thing. At least we can do uh, for you uh, repairing uh, uh, this old mule. It's going to uh, help us uh, uh, trundle along the waste and hopefully not get as beaten up as uh, the poor traders uh, who we found on the highway. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah. Uh, so uh, the engineer, um, uh, you'll, you'll finish your work. Um, mule getting it um getting it sort of uh, battle ready as it were again and um 
and yeah, you uh, you can see they sort of rig up the hose to it with um, they've got some, uh, some high tensile wire and some rigging gear, and uh, they spray you down. Um, and the, uh, the high pressure hose just um, sprays over your mech, um, and a sparrow sort of um, takes the um, controls of the uh, now functioning mule, and uh, yeah, you get to reduce your heat by one. Wow, only by one. Uh, yeah. Pain. So, so is this like part of that hose part now attached to the mule? Yep. I think we're all picturing where it's attached. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Someone had to go there. To be <laughs> oh, if I get to choose, I know where it's going. Well, I suppose they say it's hung like a mule. That'd be a horse belt. I think it's about time we got going, though. Kind of want to be able to salvage there instead of just seeing it get stole. Mm-hmm. Um, so you repair up their mule. You um, you cool down a uh, you cool down a bit. Um, and um, uh, but time is indeed of the essence, uh, and uh, you uh, begin to head uh, down to uh, the uh, highway, um, sort of um, uh, yeah, cutting through um, this um, area. Uh, you uh, go down the um, large, um, quite steep slope um, leading up to Scrapper's Bluff, um, and you take the safe routes. That have been pinged onto um, your um, your map, uh, avoiding the um, uh, the improvised explosives and other traps that they've um, laid for um, potential people wanting to attack them. And um, you head down uh, to um, the highway, and you find yourself um, kind of uh, at the um, lower end of this um, uh, this steep hill, looking down at the highway itself. The highway is a um, mess of broken down um, mechs, even a few old box wheels, um, cars from um, many, uh, many moons ago, um, rusted and um, broken under the uh, ever-heated sun. Um, and um, it's sort of cracked and um, broken, but you'll be able to navigate it um, with your mechs. And uh, more presciently, um, you can uh, see that there's a uh, mule uh, mech trundling uh, down uh, the highway. And uh, you can see... Um, coming from the um, rugged foothills quite far in the distance just a huge uh, dust cloud at first but um, it's basically going to descending down um, on the highway and your best guess being this is probably some sort of trouble what do you want to do mm. so just going to take point here with a gun raised towards it and the other hand in the air the soldier's going to crack his comms on and he's going to say stop State your business. Mm -hmm. um, so your um, comms um, crackle um, over. I presume you're um, trying to get in contact with whatever's in this kind of dust cloud. Correct. Um, rather than demule. Yeah. Um, so they get within uh, comms range, which is long range. And as they um, do so, the dust uh, settles. And you can see... Uh, uh, one um, huge um, fresher mech. This is a um, bipedal mech. It's got a chainsaw in one hand and what seems to be some sort of um, large engorged laser in the other. You can see hovering above it are uh, two Mazona mechs kind of speeding um, uh, across to you. These are like huge uh, hover uh, mechs. They're sort of um, uh, shaped almost like UFOs uh, and um, are bearing down upon um, uh, 
bearing down upon the highway. And finally, there's a Hussar mech, which is a uh, another um, bipedal mech, um, quite um, small, light, and uh, fast. And uh, as your um, comms crackle open, you hear a, um, a voice, and uh, the voice says, This is Tex from the Butchers. Uh, we're going to get into the highway, take whatever the fuck we want, and uh, there's not much you can do about it, so I suggest you get the fuck out of our way. Well, I'm counting four of us plus that mule, then. Four of you jackasses, so I reckon we can probably do something about it. Depends if we want to. Hey, team, roll on it. Can I, without even wasting any time, immediately try and hack the big guy with the chainsaw for a reactor overload? Yeah, so, um, dun dun dun. Um, just get, uh, yeah, so that's going to cost you um, two um, energy points, I believe, um, and you'll need to get within a long range, I think, because you've got the high gain antenna. Yeah, so it's still just going to just um, sort of position himself in front of the rest of them. He's going to say, Jack Black, do your thing. Jack Black, no, Black Jack, my good son. <laughs> uh, you're going to roll, yeah? Do you uh, so now for this, actually, they just roll, a, they roll an overload check, so I'll roll that. Uh -huh. um, and they get a nine, which is module overload. So, uh, yeah, one of their uh, modules is destroyed and um, they've got on their mech uh, they've got a comms module and a weapons link um, module i'm just going to turn it randomly uh, the weapon link will stop their um uh, them being able to do effectively a multi-attack um, and their um, comms blowing up will just mean they can't talk uh, one's going to be a comm okay so their comms explode um meaning they um can no longer communicate with you but also they can't communicate with their um allies um either and um that definitely feels like a hostile action so i'm going to ask um for one of your crew to roll uh, initiative. So initiative is, uh, in this game, is kind of group-based, so only one of you needs to roll, and then we just alternate between um, uh, between them. Can I very quickly call out over the team? Don't worry, it's not a bug, it's a feature. <laughs> kind of sounds like you just beefed it, but all right. All right, so what is that initiative roll? Uh, so it's just d20. It is more. Anyone rolls. Cool, ten. Um, so ten means you uh, pick which one of them gets to go. One of them or one of us? One of them. So they go first. Uh, so it's like a partial. So they go first, but you choose which uh, who goes first. So there's. Hey, you said there was uh, two, two floaty boys. Yeah, there's two floaty boys. Um, Let the floaty boy go first. Cool. Uh, so the um, floaty boy. Uh, does indeed go first and um, speeds uh, down into the uh, highway area uh, itself, um, getting within um, range of a mule, but not quite in range of you guys yet, as you're sort of up on this um, bluff looking down. So they'd be in like medium range of you, but close range of this mule, and they begin to um, shoot their flame jets um, mounted underneath their uh, mech uh, towards uh, this mule. They miss with both of their um, attacks of so a mule hunkers down uh, behind some um, uh, sort of uh, scrap and rubble uh, within the highway. The Mazona does a kind of flyby pass um, against it, but um, only manages to um, singe it and um, 
doesn't um, doesn't kill it. And then you um, hear a crackle from your comms from the um, from the mule itself, and um, you hear um, a uh, uh, man's voice, and he says, uh, "God damn, this is uh, Mercury. Uh, I'm just a trader heading down to uh, Haven, and God fucking damn, I don't know if you can help me out, but uh, that one near singed uh, the last of my hair off." Oh, we can help you out. Uh, quick question. You got any kind of weapon? Just, uh, just some old beat-up machine gun, I'm afraid, uh. Eh, fuck it. Better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing indeed. And, uh, as he says that, he, uh, he lets out a salvo. And misses as well. Uh, so his uh, machine gun just goes wild and misses the Mazona. Um, so it's just, oh, uh, it's just, yeah, so it, um, yeah, it just like scatters over the um, area, fudding into um, the um, mountains, but uh, missing its intended target as this um, thing zooms um, past over it. And then uh, back to you guys. So any of you can act who have not acted yet. Well, the reason I let the floaty boy go first is because um, I've got a net. Which I imagine is going to be pretty devastating against something that flies. Yep, yeah, net's always pretty good. Um, so I was thinking that I could fire a net up at this uh, at this flying mech and see if we can bring it crash into the ground. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, give me a. I think the net. So nanofiber net launcher. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this system fires a large, <laughs> strong nanofiber net, making them easy pickings for salvage. Uh, when activated, mm -hmm. you fire the net. Um, the target cannot move and gains the vulnerable trait. And surely you're going to let me get some damage in it as well, seeing as we're making it crash to the ground. Uh, so the um, so it just automatically works. Um, and yeah, um, it um, crashes to the ground as the um, net um, closes um, over it. It takes some uh, minor damage as it crashes down, but more importantly, it's vulnerable, which means any attack against it um, will do double damage um, automatically um, as long as it hits. And also, um, uh, it can't move anymore unless it um, somehow finds a way to escape. Uh, cool. So it's um, netted up um, in this... Um, in this, uh, uh, in the uh, highway itself, um, as your um, launcher um, sort of crashes on it and it crashes down into the um, the rubble and the dirt, and uh, yeah, cool. And then it's going to uh, bounce uh, back to um, their team. Uh, any one of them who's not acted can act. And um, at this point, um, the uh, hussar, uh, which is um, a, a very sort of fast and agile mech, um, will. Uh, speed up towards um, the highway. You notice it's got this um, sort of um, huge um, uh, laser um, that it's sort of holding in um, in, in its um, bipedal hands, and it aims it up towards um, the um, ridge line where you're at, and uh, fires at uh, the soldier. I'm going to say as um, you seem the main threat at the moment and it hits nearly five points of damage to you as the um these uh, sort of shards of um red pulse lasers just ping into you um, just a scratch tearing uh tearing through um <laughs> tearing through your mech's tough chassis and then the hussar being a hussar just bounces back so it um it runs down it shoots this um salvo of shots at you a minute and retreats back to um then it's going to be back to you, team. Anyone who's not acted can act. Oh, I got one of those lasers there, too. I'm going to shoot the... Hover dude is still up, right? He's just... Like, yeah, is he... he can't move. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to shoot him, then. Cool. Uh, give me an attack roll. What are you shooting with? 
a green laser. Oof. Uh, is that a nat one? Yeah. That's a nat one. Uh, you can push if you want to uh, reroll it. Uh, push adds two heat, right? Yeah, two heat. And you know what, fuck it. I have a lot of heat. I might as well. Uh, 18, that's a lot better. Nice, so that's going to be a hit. And if you want to... Uh, yeah, so you gain two heat, and if you want to give me a heat check. Alright, I gained four heat, I think, because the green laser causes heat too. Oh, true. We're, looking, extra heat we're looking at structure points for hit points, aren't we? So yes. I want to get above oh, so that was nine. just a scratch then in that case. Oh. Aye, he's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> so I failed the heat check. Uh, so you have... Uh, you. I don't think you failed. You rolled over your heat and your heat is four, right? My heat is nine. Uh, you start oh no, the amount of heat... Oh, okay. I thought it was the heat cap we were rolling over. Never mind. You're rolling over whatever your current heat is. So you start at zero. You gain two from shooting the laser, two from the push, which should put you at four. I mean, anything over four is a success, so a six is a success. So you don't overheat now and your laser and pierces through the Mazona which uh, is vulnerable so that's uh, going to destroy it. And what does that look like? So just this piddly little green laser far smaller than the red laser that's just been used beams out from this most beat up looking little turret on the front of the mech <laughs> and uh, somehow manages to destroy an entire thing <laughs> despite being pretty much just a laser pointer. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, you, just, you were just uh, lucky so yeah. enough to hit the reactor straight in. Pew, 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 pew. So the laser uh, pierces through um, the uh, Mazona and um, and uh, yeah, um, it's um, it's pretty nasty as um, it just yeah uh, uh, is um, is destroyed um, in the midst of his highway, adding to the rubble. Now bouncing back to them, their um, Mazona zooms down and um, shoots the mule as well, trying to do the same kind of um, strafing uh, run. Um, it doesn't do amazingly well uh, either, but um, uh, does um, one of its um, one of its um, huge Promethium uh, flame jets and does singe the um, uh, the uh, mule, um, dealing a little bit of damage to it. Uh, that mule is um, on nine health now, as uh, or nine structure points. Um, and uh, has set on fire, so it's going to be like burning and taking damage every turn. Uh, you hear the comms crackle, and he's like, God damn, one of them got me. It's only a stray hit, but ah, I'm on fire. Uh, and um, this was only. Really should have brought that hose then, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, yes. that your holds him down. <laughs> uh, well, I tried. Uh, so the. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> uh, dun dun dun. Uh, yeah, back to you, anyone who's not active can Right. Uh, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, so this Mazona's in medium range, um, and the guys are in long range. Alright. I, I want to try something. Mm -hmm. Where is it? It says on mine I have floodlights. Uh, medium range, floodlights, light up wide area. I want to see if I can blind the thing that's attacking the mule. Oh, yeah, so you want to use your. Uh, floodlights to uh, blind the uh, Mazona pilot uh, yeah that makes sense like in the um, especially in this um, already uh, sort of heat blasted um, area with chaos going on so I'm just going to ask you for a d20 roll for that see how successful yep. it is let me flash them titties two <laughs> uh, so uh, that will be a, uh, just a just a failure but you can push it if you want to go on then well, well, I'm taking heat. For a penny. 
Okay, so you gain two heat pound. and need to make a heat check. Uh, but first reroll. Um, so oh, for God's sake! So the reroll is going to be a partial success, which is better than uh, not. Um, and uh, if you want to give me your heat check as well, that's not really twenty. He didn't show him the full, did he? he just okay. the side. So your um, your heat check <laughs> the nip. passes, and um, you're going to get a, a tough choice. Um, in this case, uh, tough choice. Um, I'm going to say is um, so you're sort of approaching this Mazona. It's um, doing these sort of fly by um, runs on um, the um, mule, so it's like it's sort of zipping through the area. It's um, quite um, hard to hit. Uh, with um, your um, flashlight, and your flashlight is going to sort of um, light you up, as it were. Uh, so I'm just going to say it's going to basically be able to draw a bead on you and get um, an attack roll against you of its um, flamethrower. But you will, as it sort of flies down and um, shoots your flame, it tries to shoot its flame at you. Your flashlight will like hit it, and um, it will be um, blinded and um, unable to do anything next turn. Um, do you want to take that tough choice, or do you want to leave it? Uh, I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the tough choice. Cool. Because uh, it, it, it says the flashlights, uh, oh, the floodlights are only a free action. Uh, yeah. To be able to use uh, the weapon as well. Uh, in theory, yeah. Um, you say no if you want. I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, generally, I, in my head, that was an action, but um, uh, yeah, the free action is more just turning the floodlights on to guide your way, um, rather than sort of using them uh, offensively, I guess, which is more of a um, kind of uh, improved out thing. Um, uh, so I'd say, yeah, the, that flashlight attack would be like your thing for the round, but it would work. Um, you take one point of damage um, from the flamethrower um, as it singes you, but this Mazona is now um, not going to be able to act next turn. As it's um, blinded and uh, is just sort of flying all over the place, unable to um, unable to orient itself or do much of anything. Thank you. Cool. And um, bouncing back to them, uh, the huge fresher mech finally um, joins the fray. It bounds down um, into the area and um, it begins to um, attack the um, uh, the mule. Okay, um, so it gets kind of a, uh, a multi-attack as well. Um, so it um, bounds down. The um, mule is raked by um, laser fire as it um, as it um, as the um, fresher charges um, towards it, and it revs up its um, so it shoots it with laser fire. It does a whole bunch of um, damage. To mule's now on six health, and um, and then it gets its chainsaw on, but it it fucks this up, and uh, the chainsaw goes um, straight into a um, a broken down um, box wheel and gets stuck. Um, so at the moment, the fresher is actually um, stuck, unable to um, move or use its uh, chainsaw um, arm. And uh, yeah, and then it's going to bounce back to you. Has anyone not acted but wants to act? Uh, unless the hacking counted, then uh, yeah, no, no, go for about sort of out of out of round. So go for it. Mm, so we've got a Manaz. It's out of action for a turn. Yeah, we've got one destroyed, one floaty boy destroyed, one floaty boy's blinded and just sort of wandering around. Distracted. You've got the big chainsaw boy stuck. Big dude has no comms. Yeah, he's, he's got no comms, the comms and he's stuck at the moment. What about the saw? What can that do? Uh, so that's got a quite powerful um, pulse laser and it's quite fast so it's able to run up to you, shoot and then run away basically. 
Well, I guess I'm going to add them a new feature rather than a bug. Hacky hacky. Um, yeah, I want to hack the Hussar and basically do the same as what I did last time. Uh, ah, the, the overheat, yeah? Is it over? Well, yeah, the reactor. Suddenly the dulcet cool. tones of Soldier Boy start playing. <laughs> <laughs> dulcet tones. Um, cool. So it rolls a six, so it's module overload again. Um, nice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> one second. Check out what it's got. Um, so that's going to cost you two, um, two EP. Yeah. So it's got comms, it's also got uh, evasion, and it's got a motion scanner. So let's find out. Evasion will be the best one. And you're in luck, evasion um, blows up. So it's unable to um, uh, trigger its evasion protocols anymore, um, which um, would um, would be annoying if you started shooting at it. It can basically force you to roll with uh, disadvantage effectively, as what evasion protocols do. Um, but it can't do that anymore because you blew them up with your hacking. Um, so that um, pops on the um, Hussar, and that sort of takes us to the end of a round where we'd reroll initiative. Thank you very much for listening to part one of Salvage Union. Part two coming out next week.